the Plotcast podcast with the Potty Plotters. Hello and welcome to the Potty Plotters Plotcast podcast. This is episode 39. I'm not Elaine, I'm producer Gareth. Where is she, Julia? Oh, she's on a sickbed. She is on a sickbed. She's very, very poorly. I did offer to do this from her sickbed, but she was having none of it. So carry on, Gareth. It's you today. It's me today. So how do people get in touch with us? Well, we have Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Potty Plotters. We sometimes update TikTok at The Potty Plotters. You can email us, you can. Um, that's naughtycorner at pottyplotters.uk or you can check out the website pottyplotters.uk. The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters. So she's not here. As we yeah. all know, I know very little about gardening, although yesterday I did, in effect, empty the greenhouse and put all the dead stuff in the garden recycling bin, which was good because well I had done. to fight past the cat to do it because she was chasing the plants. So what are we going to be doing this week? Well, this week uh, we were planning on catching up with Derby County Community Trust. We were going to go over there and have an interview with them. Unfortunately, Elaine seems to have infected the whole of the area. And so, well, just blame her while she's not here anyway. (laughs) Super spreader. Super spreader, that's what she is. And so we've had to postpone that because um, Luke, who we were going to speak to, is also poorly. Don't like to spread any rumours, but it's a bit suspicious. Uh, So what's happened is, well, I've been going over there and doing a little bit on their community plot anyway. And I've had to take... Oh, God. Oh, Oh, no, what's... Does that mean mean I'm not sacked? What are you doing in my chair anyway? Am I sacked now? Uh... Well, I can't be a producer. Um, I've only been out the blooming place ten minutes. Go on, shift it. Get okay. out. Hello, Elaine. Hello. Hello. How are you? Sorry I'm late. Gosh, yeah, he thought he was going to take over your bit. I don't know what he was going to do, Elaine. Um, well, he'd have probably done a really good job, actually, in fairness. But if you let me twiddle with his knobs, that is a Keep technical off his thing. knobs. Keep <laughs> off his knobs. No. I would have better put all my stuff down there. Right, and, OK. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So you've dragged yourself from your sickbed and you've infected half of the uh, county with it. Uh, It appears that way, although in fairness I have tried to stay away from people because it is very contagious. Yes. So um, yeah, I've stayed away but the sun has come out so I've just puddled over my plot, that is a technical phrase Julia, and I thought, aha, I know what's happening over here, you can't get rid of me that quickly, let me tell you. And so here I am, yeah, podcast away, let's do it. Excellent. Since you have been poorly, and I, I have to confess I did pass it on to you, so we've both been poorly for a couple of weeks now. How does that impact on the plot, Elaine? Well, i just um, come through off mine, and I can say, Julia, that everything looks very bedraggled. Um, you can you do notice a big difference, actually, don't yeah. you, when you're not here yeah. all the time. And uh, I've already started taking down my sweet peas, which I did before, but everything is just like uh, the place that time forgot. Yeah. Everything has just stopped. Nothing has moved. Nothing is Well, I tell you what has moved. I tell you what has moved because it has been, again, we've had the wet, we've had the sunshine. So what has moved is the weeds. We've got loads and loads of weeds, which, you know, is a bit disheartening when you come back to it. And, you know, both you and I, neither of us book a holiday in the summer months because we know how quickly these things get going. So when you're poorly, it's like a real kick in the teeth, isn't yeah. it? Because you've not had a holiday, but you've been stuck at home and you can't get on the plot. So what's the first job that you're going to be doing? What I'm going to do now is I'm going to go and cut down the lavender. I'd started some time back, but I'm going to cut it down because the last of the dry weather is around and in a moment it's going to be autumnal again. But uh, 
um, obviously, uh, while Gareth is sitting doing nothing, he could be doing that for me, couldn't he? Oh, yeah. Now I mean, we've seen that he's got a new talent. <laughs> I mean, he did confess that he was fetching everything out of his greenhouse and, and putting it in the recycling bin. I don't know whether, whether that was everything. Is that everything? Oh, nod, yes. Yeah. Okay, well, I just want to point out my cucumber there, Elaine. Look well, at it. Jeepers, can you believe? I'm just going to change, turn my chair around. And uh, can you paint the picture, Julia, please? Well, the cucumbers, I did start off with four. And I had three... When you say cucumber, cucumber plants. Cucumber plants. Yeah. So I started off with four, and three of them were uh, the smaller ones, the short ones that I like. And gradually, gradually, they have either developed mosaic virus, and I whipped them out straight away because I know how quickly that can take hold. And also one developed like a powdery mildew that I couldn't get in control of. And so what I did was I really, really thinned everything out took all out all the uh, dead foliage out and the one that was left was the carmen which is the massive long one which you love and which a lot of people use to grow for cucumbers for exhibition and i just cut that back took a lot of foliage off it and while we've been poorly i think because it's planted in the ground there's been enough moisture and it's got going and it's absolutely doing really really well i mean look how many cucumbers are on it i mean from here there's um one two three four five six seven there's at least seven and i'm just uh, turning around to look but i can also see some smaller ones and i can also see that you've got flowers still. yeah that's incredible at this time of year i yeah. mean we're into almost the end of october and you've still got cucumbers growing yeah it's just unheard of no isn't it? i know i mean what it shows is sometimes you've got to know when to take plants out that they're dead and the past it or they're gonna you know infect something else but sometimes if you've got a healthy growing tip just leave it going and let it get going it might take off it might not but in this case it's paid dividends contact the potty plotters anytime on facebook twitter and instagram at potty plotters or email naughty corner at pottyplotters.uk so bulbs elaine yes well I've still got loads that were left over from last year and what I did was I took them out of the pots and I took them out of the allotment as well, dug them up and uh, all I did was brush off the main soil and then put them into trays and they've been sitting in my shed since then and I can tell you Julia that they look incredible so this next week I will be just taking off the outer layer of the um, shell and that's just simply because there's no use for it at all so i'm not going to strip any of the bulbs i'm just going to take the outer layer off and then what i'm going to do is i'm going to start and layer them back up into all of my pots but i'm not going to leave them outside i am going to put them in the pots in the greenhouse and that's because of the squirrels Ooh. up here last year i did some i thought were going to be some yeah. beautiful beautiful displays of different tulips different narcissus different daffodils and the squirrel flipping out desecrated the whole lot and they don't just pull them out they scoff them as well yeah. and they leave them then half eaten i won't mind if they ate all of them but he don't he leaves no. half of them so i'm going to protect them this year properly by putting them inside the greenhouse and then i'm going to put some wire over the top so he can't get at them and of course my trusted tights yes my good. tights will come into their own i will be hanging tights over the tops of these pots so that they can't get in. 
I'm fed up with squirrels. That's a good plan because I do remember earlier in the season you were coming round to my plot and you were quite distressed because you'd had all these lovely bulbs as presents and you'd made all these pots up and then they were just scattered so even though you were able to retrieve some of them you didn't know what you'd got left because they were just flung everywhere across your plot so made a real mess but the main thing to remind people is that although we're putting out daffodils etc at the moment don't do your tulips yet tulips don't need to go in until about november time so their growing period is much much shorter to begin with but they do need the cold so i'm going to leave all the tulips to one side until probably the beginning of november that's when i'll do it although you know the months at the time at this time julia it's all crackers isn't it yeah it's too warm um and i don't know if we're going to get too much white fly that's another thing because we need all these uh, cold nights to kill everything off Oh, don't speak too soon. I'm sure it'll happen. So the ones that you were drying earlier yeah. in the year, that was daffodils and tulips, was yes. it? Were you drying anything else? Yeah, then? I've done some alliums as well. They right. look ready to go, but I'll be putting those into the ground, into the raised beds, but I am rehashing my plot. Oh, yeah. So down the right-hand side, I'm going to be putting more raised beds and I intend to put in more bulbs and some of them will be, I think, definitely agapanthus and alliums. Is I that for that cutting? All, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then that keeps everybody happy, including the bees. Top-notch advice. No Latin included. The Potty Plotters Plotcast. Well, I've been out and I've picked pumpkins, Julia. Now, I know that they're dead easy to grow. Well, I think they're dead easy to grow. But I grew lots of little ones this year. And what I've decided to do is I've got my apple corer and the... um, pumpkins themselves are no bigger than my hand they're quite tiny and so all I'm going to do is I'm going to make a little flower arrangement this year within the pumpkin itself now the main thing to remember with that is don't put them straight onto your table because the juice out of the pumpkin will stain your table or even your windowsill so what I'm going to do is I'm going to raise them by putting them onto things so I've got some little containers that I'm going to just stand them on you can't really see them but it's a much better and safer way I think of keeping things on your tables and on your windowsills but also what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some candles in them and I'm also going to put some flowers round because we've still got plenty of dahlias and I want to make something really lovely usually I just give everything away but this year I've decided I'm going to do something different and unusual and that's what I'm going to do also I'm going to keep some until Christmas and I'm going to spray them white or silver so that you can use them in Christmas displays I'm just a bit interested by you saying that you're going to core them and you're going to keep them inside won't they start to rot since you've done that I'm hoping not no because we're not rich like you we can't have our heating (laughs) on it's freezing which is why I think I've got Covid I think it's actually pneumonia setting oh god get the violins Gareth honestly (laughs) (laughs) that's what I'm going to do but I think they'll look lovely Okay, Um, but I'm hoping not because the inside of these are very different to the insides of the pumpkins that are bigger yeah I'll show you what I mean I'll take a photograph but the, but the small ones yeah. um, I know you're going to make arrangements out of them but you can eat them can't you they are yeah, edible absolutely and, yeah. and they're actually a nice size if you're on your own yeah you can just scoop the middle yeah. out and, and stuff them with something yeah. stuff it madam definitely and uh, that'll make a nice meal won't yeah. it yeah. so yeah. but honestly I'm going to do something different with them this year there's some clever 
folks out there on that Instagram and TikToky thingy what's it, aren't there? Yeah. And they all do different things. I don't know how they get the time, to be honest. The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters. Elaine, let's talk mucky. Oh, all right then, yeah. It's our favourite subject, isn't it, It Mark? is, yes. And actually, if we have had Bill the Muckman, while you've been away, he's been and dropped a load for us. He's a good man, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, we do love... Let's have T-shirts. We love Bill the Muckman. Yeah. Nobody else would know what we were going on about. Do you remember when we bagged up that muck once and we tried to market it and we said oh, it's full of... Shh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that didn't sell, did it? <laughs> That's true, I remember that, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a phrase, Julia, that I keep on hearing about well-rotted muck. Mm-hmm. Now then, I remember we went to one place or other to do a talk and somebody said, what do you mean by well-rotted muck? So, Julia, what do you mean by it? Well, what we mean by it is that you can't see the lumpy bits, so, you know, like when they yeah. delivered you sometimes get them like in little clumpy balls so that's all kind of melted down but when you uncover it it should be um quite crumbly but then it should have worms in it and i've got some lovely pictures actually we'll put them on them social media things of what it should look like i mean it's not right is it taking pictures of muck but oh, i have i have because i get so excited when i see all those lovely worms because that's really healthy isn't it so when bill delivers it he delivers it in bags yeah. and it is lumpy horse muck yeah fresh from it's said fresh horse. yeah what's the difficulty with putting that on the garden then well it depends when it's delivered so you don't want to be putting it on when you've got fr- uh, new plants going in because that will just burn them and kill them but even if you were to put them up put it directly on the top of your bed in the winter months because it's fresh or smoke it will absolutely stink um, and also if we do have a nice spell of weather because of the horse's digestive system it may actually start to uh, germinate some of the weed seeds that the horses will naturally eat so in rotting it down we're kind of um composting it in a way to stop the uh, weed seeds growing we're kind of killing them off naturally and gradually the the worms and everything do that what they need to do and, and make it a very nice um organic matter that we can put back on the soil so we don't put ours straight on the garden no, do we no and we don't dig it in we put it into the big bays at the bottom which are the size of a ha- well i was going to say a house it's not a house it'd be a very small house <laughs> that'd be it's my more house of a car isn't it yeah it's more of a car size so we've got a big bay at the front that's about car size and it's um it's enclosed with um black plastic so i think it's damp proof membrane that we used and it's enclosed with that and what we do is once bill delivers it we empty all the bags into the bay and then cover it with more damp proof membrane now when we're covering it of course that's stopping the water kind of getting into it making it all sloshy but also it's going to gradually compost it down um, and what happens is depending on the time of year when we're cov- when we're doing it in the summer months it composts down much quicker because if you can imagine imagine the sun on the plastic it's obviously heating it up and composting things down much quicker Oh, sorry, are we interrupting you, Elaine, then? Mm, yes, actually. <laughs> there you go, I turned it off. You see, I wasn't going to be here, if no, you remember. No, Gareth was But me. you couldn't help yourself, could no. you? No, no. So, uh, so, yeah, it composts down. So it depends on the time of year as to how quick it does compost down. But, uh, I mean, you can always bypass. And if you've got somebody like Lulu, who delivers the poo-poo from the horses, uh, she delivers it and it's already well rotted down. So that is more expensive to buy because, obviously, it comes 
and it's already rotted down so you know she's not got as much of it but it's good quality and you can just put that straight on but uh, we like to keep bill in business and also it's not a problem for us to rot it down is it so what we need to do then is encourage the listeners to put um, aside an area in their garden or on their plot and just pile the muck up and then keep it covered yeah by keeping it covered the worms come in they do their own thing and uh, it's out of the way until we actually need it i'll tell you something we do notice when people take on a new plot they always build things like the compost bins and the muck bays right at the back that's a really daft thing to do isn't it usually because i mean as bill comes round he's just drops it at the front of the plot so why are you going to transport it all the way to the back so a lot of people on our site have actually built the bays right at the entrance of their plot because it means you're not going backwards and forwards and emptying it so that's just something to think about if you're if you're setting up a new allotment and and you are going to have deliveries and actually for me describing it julia it's a bit like fruit cake you know when you get all of your currants and your sultanas all together <laughs> they're all a bit lumpy aren't they but individualized and then when you make your fruit cake it's all gorgeous yeah tastes different and it's sort of just all mashed up together bit like horse i don't think i'm going to look at my christmas cake again in the same way no tell people to get in touch with this lane mm. via all them social media channels yeah well, that gareth have, knows off by heart obviously yes uh, people have haven't they they have yes have they yes they <laughs> have yes they have yes and we've had a lovely one from uh, a dutch homesteader called and now why have i chosen to do this one first jose schmitz that's right yes uh, and it says what a lovely account you have i'm a dutch homesteader posting in dutch and english and i'm certainly going to enjoy following you that's really nice isn't it Aww. we've got someone now in australia someone in dutchland yeah have we actually we need that map don't we where we, we can pin them things on yes yeah. gareth's yeah. nodding so that's another job yeah. that uh, he can be doing yeah and also, we've had one from Stacey Leanne Robinson. Just wanted to say, I'm in awe of you both. I mm, don't know why. You truly do make me chuckle with your podcast. Well, that's, that's not a bad thing, is No, it? that's the aim of it, isn't it? Just yeah. for a bit of fun. But hopefully someone will learn something from us. But it's, the main thing is they have a laugh listening. Definitely. And if you'd like to get in touch or anybody wants to get in touch with us about sponsoring this podcast for the future, why not? Just give us a call or an email or a TikToky thingy, whatever it might be. <laughs> TikTok, just TikTok. do it. Yeah. <laughs> there used to be little things that we ate when TikToks. we were kids. Oh yeah. Contact the Potty Plotters anytime on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Potty Plotters, or email Naughty Corner at PottyPlotters.uk. Oh dear, blight. Yes. Now then, in episode 32, Julia, Mm. we were planting our Christmas potatoes. Mm. Now, I've arrived off my sick bed. I don't know if we've mentioned that. And I've noticed that the potatoes with the, well, the buckets with the potatoes in have disappeared. Yeah. What's been happening? There's been a tragedy. In fact, Christmas dinner's getting smaller. (laughs) (laughs) It's official. It might be a a sandwich at this rate. So um, I came back off my sick bed and the first thing I noticed was the potatoes have gone from looking very healthy to looking very poorly. Now, having examined them 
they've got blight. They've got blight quite and how badly. how did you know that? Well, all of the foliage on the top, um, the stems had started to go very brown. A lot of the leaves had already disintegrated, but it, they were all brown and mottled brown. And so really, there was no going back from there. And although we would normally suggest, if it was a main crop and yeah. people have got blight, we'd normally suggest people cut the tops off and leave them underground for two weeks before digging up so as not to release any spores or anything. The problem was because we'd got them planted in the tubs and they'd got blight um, and I could see, I think it obviously been going on for a while because I was away from the plot for a while. I think, you know, there was concerns about them going back into the tubers. There was no going back from it. So I tipped the tubers out as well. And I was really disappointed because there was loads and loads of baby potatoes on. And when I say baby, about 10p pieces. So we were in for a good crop, but... You know, there was no going back from it. We'd only had them in the tub for about six weeks, so we weren't going to get anything harvested off it. So it's just one of those things, you know, you win some, you lose some. Um, I wanted to get rid of them quite quickly. I would have left them to obviously do a video with Gareth with them, but I didn't want it spreading any further on my plot or to my neighbour's plot. So I tipped them up and got rid of them, but it had already moved on to the uh, aubergines, which I'd moved outside as well. So... Yes. Okay, so how do people know? You say that they've got uh, the the tops had gone brown. Yeah. um, They'd started to wilt. The leaves were disintegrating. Yeah. Is that a sign of just blight or is it age? Uh, No, that is just the way that they were looking. It was just blight. I mean, sometimes people send us pictures and, you know, it's just an aging thing. It's just a nutrient thing. But actually, this was definitely blight. And I am going to post a picture of it on our social media so people know what to look for. But... It's that time of year, and unfortunately, we've had ideal conditions for blight. What are the ideal conditions? Ideal conditions are uh, warm, wet weather. And we've had plenty of work this season. And, you know, some people who are growing at home perhaps won't be as effective as it as if you're on an allotment site but once it gets hold on an allotment site it can literally because it's an airborne disease it can take hold of the whole site quite quickly so you know it's just one of them things Elaine but no potatoes on Christmas dinner well I would have said thanks very much to Luke for uh, his contribution but actually he's not so instead we'll say thanks very much to Gareth for pretending to be me yeah and, didn't do um, a very good job of it no and I think I should stick to doing gardening and he should stick with his knobs is that official <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it is that's, now that's a good recommendation <laughs> yeah and next time what are we going to be doing next time then well you want to talk about the bargains in the garden centres and online as well I know you've been kind of well that's a problem isn't it when it you're is. poorly you're, you're on the internet all the time scouring this scouring that looking at looking at different things we can be buying and also coming up with ideas so I'm glad you're back well I know that I'm still banned of ideas Julia but my ideal is actually just sitting for an afternoon going through all the bargains that are online at the moment for gardening stuff get in there the Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters is an Amberland Media Production. 